Hello, friends. Sleep Tight Stories, Sleep Tight Relax, and Sleep Tight Science are now available to play on Story Button, the device that makes it easy to listen to our shows and more without having to use a phone or tablet. This month, you can save $10 at storybutton.com when you use the code SLEEPTIGHT. Story Button, the home of imagination. Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Carter Boswell. Hello to Nora Jane in San Antonio. Hello to Ivy. Hello to Audrey. Hello to Jovi's brother Zeke from Alberta. Hello to Evie from Mill Creek. And hello to Quinn and his elf Neil, who are listening from Victoria, B.C. I'd like to say happy belated birthday to Soleil, who turned nine on July 11th. Happy belated birthday to Grady, who turned five on July 17th. Happy birthday to Jovi from Alberta, who is turning seven on July 18th. Happy birthday to Kaname, who is turning six on July 20th. Happy birthday to Benson, who is turning nine on July 21st. Happy birthday to Kari from Washington State, who is turning four on July 23rd. Happy birthday to Libby from Oceanside, California, who is turning six years old on July 23rd. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. Thank you to Esther and Austin for suggesting this story. It's a rainy day. And Bernice is excited, because this means she gets to go to the movies with Bobby. They need to decide which movie they are going to see, and then off they go. When they get home, Bernice tells her papa that she had a great day. Papa Bear is happy to hear that, and gets ready to tell Bernice her bedtime story. Bernice goes to a movie. Bernice woke up to the sound of the pitter-patter of rain against her bedroom window. She quickly sat up, stretched, and took a great big breath before walking to her window. Yes, she said out loud. This means I can go to a movie with Bobby today. Bernice and Bobby had been planning on going to a movie together since summer started. But both Papa Bear and Bobby's mother said they could only go on a rainy day. Bernice didn't quite understand why, something about enjoying the beautiful weather while it lasts. Bernice, are you awake yet? Papa Bear yelled from down in the kitchen, his favorite room in the house. I'm super awake, Papa, she replied 
as she hurriedly got her clothes out of her dresser. Great, little bear. I'll start your breakfast then. What's for breakfast, Papa? She asked from the top of the stairs. Some special honey waffles, little bear. Quickly get ready and get them while they are hot. Wow, today is really turning out to be a super day, thought Bernice, as she put on her favorite pants, the ones with the big pockets on the side, and her favorite movie-going t-shirt, the one with the big, goofy dog on the front. After washing and brushing her teeth, she ran down to the kitchen for breakfast. Wow, little bear, you certainly seem to be in a good mood today. I thought you might be sad that it was raining and you couldn't go to swimming practice. So I made you waffles to cheer you up a little bit. Thank you for making me waffles, Papa, but I don't need cheering up today. It's raining outside and you know what that means, right? Mmm, you stay inside reading books? No, she said with a mouthful of waffles. You splash outside in the rain and then come in for some hot chocolate milk? Papa Bear said. Oh, Papa, don't you remember your promise? Papa Bear now remembered what Bernice was so excited about, but pretended not to know by scratching his chin with his paw while staring up towards the ceiling. Hmm, he said with a smile. You said Bobby and I could go see a movie when it was raining outside, and that's today. Oh, now I understand. All right, after you finish your breakfast, help clean up a bit. You can call Bobby and we will see if we can arrange it. Okay, Papa, Bernice said eating her waffles as fast as she could. Holding the phone to her ear, she said, Papa, Bobby wants to go see the new dinosaur movie today. I think that might be too scary. What do you think? I think you are right, little bear. That movie would give me scary dreams, Papa Bear said. Why don't you and Bobby decide if you want to go today, and Bobby's mother and I will discuss which movie might be the most fun. Okay, Papa. He sounds a bit disappointed about the dinosaur movie, but he still is excited about going. That sounds great, little bear. I'll call his mommy and we will try to work it out for an afternoon show. Thank you, Papa. Um... Bernice hesitating to ask her question. Yes, little bear? Is it okay if I have some popcorn when we watch the movie? I think that will be okay. Will you share a little with me? Bernice thought for a moment and said, I guess I can share some with you, Papa. Thank you, little bear. That night, as Bernice did her bedtime routine, she said to Papa Bear, Thank you for taking us to the movie today, Papa. We really liked it. And for the popcorn. And for the games. I actually beat Bobby at pinball. I'm glad you liked the movie, Little Bear. And I really like how you had fun winning the games with Bobby and made him feel good, too. Coach Emily says that that is being a good winner. 
Being a good sport is a great trait, little bear. I'm proud of you. What did you like about the movie, little bear? Papa Bear asked as he handed Bernice some new soap for her bath. I liked that it was super exciting without being too scary. And I liked how one of the heroes was a girl like me. And she could do things, Papa. You can do anything you set your mind to, little bear. I thought she was kind and brave, just like you. And did you notice how they all worked together? Just like you do on your swim team? I think so. Bobby said he liked the monster most of all, and some of the loud parts. I saw that Bobby shared some of his popcorn with you. That was nice of him. Yeah, and his was sweet popcorn too, Bernice said with a great big smile. After Bernice had her bath, brushed her teeth, got into her favorite pajamas, and did some stretches, she got into her bed and pulled the covers up tight. Are you comfy? Yes, Papa, and I am squeaky clean. I like that soap you gave me. I smell like bananas now, Bernice said with a laugh. I'm glad you liked it. Are your friends, Twigga, Wolfie, and Madeline ready for bed? They said they are ready, but they have a request. What might that be? Papa Bear asked with his usual big smile. They said that they would sleep better if you told them a short story. Okay, give me a hug and a kiss and I'll tell you all a short story. Thank you, Papa. Once upon a time, in a world full of magic and fun, there lived a brave little bear named Boo-Boo. She lived in a large castle at the edge of a mystical forest. And in this forest, there were unicorns, fairies, gnomes, and all matter of insects, birds, and animals. It was a wonderful place. Her best friend was a young dragon called Kai Kai, and they liked to play as much as they could. The kingdom they lived in was full of people who lived in the meadows, who lived in the hills, and those that lived in the forest, and they all lived together in harmony. On this day, Boo-Boo was up early and out looking after the garden that her and Kai Kai had planted earlier in the season. Kai Kai was supposed to drop by to help, but he sometimes liked to sleep in, especially when the gardener was around. The gardener still wasn't that friendly towards Kai Kai, but Boo-Boo knew the gardener would warm up to him eventually. As she was gathering water for her plants, one of the leaders from the nearby village came in with a gentleman that she hadn't seen before. Good morning, Boo-Boo, Ms. Chisel said. I'm afraid we are in need of some help, and we are wondering if you might be able to help us. This is Mr. Flounder, and he comes from the village on the coast, and he has come to ask you for help, she continued. Okay. Good morning, Miss Chisel, and nice to meet you, Mr. Flounder. Um, how can I help? 
Boo-Boo asked. Our village is by the seashore and is famous for our inland beaches and shoreline. Many people come to visit every summer. Perhaps you have visited? Mr. Flounder asked. I have, I think, but I was still a baby then, and my family hasn't been back since. On one of our inland beaches, a blue baby whale has washed ashore. We don't know why or how it got in so far, but now the tide is out and the water won't be deep enough for the whale to swim out until hours from now. And we are scared that it might be hurt if it stays in the muddy shallows for so long. Okay, that sounds serious, but I'm not sure what I can do. I could introduce you to my mother and she could get a group of people together to help. We have been trying to move the whale, but I'm afraid we are too few and not strong enough. And there is not enough time to get more people to the muddy shallows. The whole kingdom has heard of your friendship with the dragon and... Uh, they are a little frightened of dragons and too scared to ask themselves. So they thought... Maybe you could ask Kai Kai to come and help, Miss Chisel said, finishing for Mr. Flounder. Oh, of course, and I'm sure he would help. In fact, I can see him coming right now, Boo Boo said, looking up at Kai Kai's shape getting larger as he approached. After Kai Kai landed, being careful not to upset the gardener, Boo Boo told him about the plight of the baby whale and he immediately offered to help the best he could. We should leave immediately, Kai Kai said. As Boo Boo climbed on Kai Kai's back, she asked Mr. Flounder, who seems a bit flustered at being so close to a dragon. We will arrive at the muddy shallows long before you. Is there someone waiting for us? Our village elder, Miss Finn, will be there to help the whale. And with that, Kai Kai leapt into the air and flew in the direction of the coast. You do know where to go, don't you, Kai Kai? Boo Boo asked with a smirk. Yes. I don't go there often because the villagers are still unsure of me, but I do know where to go. We should hurry. We don't want the whale to be hurt. Hang on tight. We will be there in a flash. Kai Kai shouted over the sound of his wings as they picked up speed. Kai Kai and Boo Boo flew over the meadow, the magical forest, and along the river they would often swim in, until they came to the green leafy trees that formed a border to the flatlands of the coast. As they followed a broad, slow-moving river, they came to huge saltwater marshes, and then saw in the distance a wide expanse of mud with a beautiful white sand shoreline just in view beyond that. This certainly is beautiful. I don't know why I haven't been here in so long. It's a bit of a journey from the kingdom, replied Kai Kai. Unless you fly on the back of a dragon, Boo Boo said with a smile. Down there, I see a group of people and the blue whale, said Kai Kai excitedly. Kai Kai quickly swooped down toward the crowd, landing quickly enough to startle some of the people who had come to try and care for the whale. 
As Boo Boo climbed off Kai Kai, she was approached by an older lady walking with a cane. Hi, you must be Boo Boo, and this must be Kai Kai, said Miss Finn nervously as Kai Kai looked on. We have heard so much about the two of you. It's nice to meet you, Miss Finn. How might Kai Kai help you? We have prepared a rope to start pulling the blue whale when there is some water on the flats, but... Well, I'm sorry. I wasn't sure Mr. Flounder would be successful, so we haven't had a chance to do more than that. The rope should be enough. I can see that the tide is already coming in, said Kai Kai. Yes, it's coming in, but it will still take too much time for us to help the whale replied Miss Finn. If you position the end of the rope toward the center of the whale, I should be able to lift it high enough and carry it to the mouth of the beach. From there, I am sure the whale will be able to slowly make it to the sea, said Kai Kai. Are you sure you can lift the whale? We want the whale to be safe and not get hurt, asked Miss Finn nervously. Yes, I can for that short distance. That's great news. I'll get everyone ready so they can hand you the end of the rope, Miss Finn said, somewhat relieved. Are you sure this is okay, Kai Kai? We want to help the whale, but I don't want you to get hurt either, whispered Boo Boo. I'm sure I will be okay, replied Kai Kai confidently. If there was more water or the ground was more solid, I'm sure the villagers could manage on their own. The blue whale is very small, and I think not that heavy. It looks like a baby. Its mother must be terribly worried, said Boo Boo, concerned. We are ready when you are, yelled Miss Finn. Upon hearing that, Kai Kai leapt to the air and slowly flapping his wings so quickly that he looked like he was hovering made his way over to where the villagers were holding the rope. He then took the rope in his mouth and slowly flew higher and then higher until the little whale started to lift off the ground. It looked to everyone that perhaps the whale was too heavy and the mood started to turn from hopeful to disappointment. But then with a big push upwards, Kai Kai started to fly with the whale up and up and towards the area where the whale could be closer to the sea. But not only did he fly to that area, he flew past it out towards the coast where he could see a large whale swimming in circles as close to shore as it dared be. Once arriving, Kai Kai gently set the baby whale into the water where it quickly swam off to be with its mother. Kai Kai had saved the baby whale. And with that, Papa Bear gave Bernice a kiss on the forehead, adjusted her blanket, turned off her lamp, and quietly whispered, I love you, little bear. Good night. And that's the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight.